happy Thursday, folks. Uh, it is your best pal, Nick. And Katie. And here we are, what the frick, back on our regular day with a bonus episode for you uh, because we had a little extra time to record this week. Katie, do you want to tell our listeners why? Well, everyone. Katie has Corona. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> yes, everyone. I have fallen ill with the coronavirus, but it's okay. I mean, look at us now. We're recording an episode, an extra episode this week. So you won't only hear our voices this morning, but tomorrow morning as well. So it's all right, guys. It's all right. Yeah, no, I mean, ultimately it will be good for our ratings because all of our friends now have to quarantine after interacting with Katie. So they have nothing to do but listen to What the Frick. Yep. So be careful out there, folks. Anyways... (laughs) You know what else is good, Nick? Um, My quarantine actually fell at a perfect time in my life because there's this new song out called Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. And I'm sorry, who are you? What have you done with my co-host? A smooth, beautiful transition like that (laughs) from my Katie? (laughs) Let me know. She is going solo, folks. It's happening. I am. I am. I've been using this extra time to, you know, plan my plan my escape from what the frick and go on my own. So we'll see how that goes. But for now, let's, let's discuss the issue at hand, which is how, <laughs> how sad I am every time I listen to Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Nick, do you have any comments on that? Of course. So <laughs> I would say first, my initial reaction is I hear that the song's blowing up. And I'm like, in the middle of my work day, I'm like, I need to just get a little sneak peek, a little, little sneak peek. So I turn it on. I fast forward to like, I don't know, some random time. And I'm like, people are sad, but this is a jam. I listen to 10 seconds. Okay. And I'm like, I don't know what the deal is. Everyone's like, oh, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. I was like, I was jamming. Then I listened to it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And when I was done crawling out from under my bed, I went to my diary and I wrote, Dear Diary, everyone was right. It is a sad song. Yeah, for sure. It's an emotional roller coaster. And as someone who also, I don't mean to like make this about me, but as someone who took a long time to get their driver's license. <laughs> I just think I understand the song on another level, on a different level than most. And so I've been in my feels. I've been in my feels. Mm -hmm. I, I too, remember being 19 and getting my license. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Um, So... What I think is crazy is not crazy, but I've I didn't realize how much the song was gonna blow up because I was listening to it on my like Discover Weekly and or like New Music Friday and I listened to it and I was like, wow, this girl's so sad. Like and I didn't think too much of it until I went on to TikTok that afternoon. And I have never seen so many videos with the like using the same song. It was insane. People were like, and then I realized how big of a deal it was, like how crazy the song was. And like, I did a lot of research on the song because I became obsessed. Before we dive into the, like, what the song's about, et cetera, 
I do want to spend a little time talking about how dramatically TikTok has changed the music industry. Because mm-hmm. this, it's like, this song got more streams in, well, I, I forget the threshold, first 24 hours, I think, than, like, almost any other song. And the only competition was, like, one song by Ariana Grande and, like, two songs by Taylor Swift. Like, insane. And TikTok did that. And, mm-hmm. like, my God, that is insane. I think that's really all I have to say about it. But it is, like, crazy how so, it's, like, Sure, I think the song would have blown up anyway because there was a reason it made it to TikTok in the first place. But right. the fact it was on TikTok, just like like Ride It should not have been played as many times as it was. But it was like people listen to the song because they heard it on TikTok and they're like, okay, cool. You know? Right. So I just think it's wild how TikTok is changing the industry. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like currently she... Olivia Rodrigo is at the top of every, like, music chart on iTunes, Spotify, Global, US. Like, it's crazy. And that's, like, it's been a week, right? A week since the song came out. And yeah. she, it's it's just insane. Like, I feel like – and she's a young artist, too. Like we said, she's 18, I think. And she's releasing – this is her second single, I think. I don't know much about her music history, but I know that she's not very established and this definitely like set a path right. for her for sure. Um, yeah. So crazy. So of course. I would compare it to Friday by Rebecca Black. <laughs> so get out of here. Yeah. Where's Rebecca Black today, Nick? <laughs> I know. Scary. <laughs> it's sad. Um, okay. So of course, upon hearing this song and seeing how much everyone was obsessed with it on TikTok, I was like, there's something deeper here. So I did some research all on TikTok and Instagram and just a little brief overview from what I learned uh, being a 23 year old trying to get into the pop culture of the 18 um, year olds these days. Um, so Olivia and Josh are, are co, co like, stars of what's that show called high school musical the series no it's high school musical the musical the series <laughs> what why is it called that because it's so it's high school musical the musical because it's the musical of high school musical oh it's a musical show yes and it's the series because it's a tv show about yeah. High School Musical, The Musical. So it's High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. H-M-H-S-M-T-S-T-M. High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. Jeez. Okay. So anyways, that's weird to me. I haven't seen it. I love it. (laughs) Doesn't it just roll off the tongue? High School Musical, The Musical, The Series? No, it doesn't High School Musical. Say it 10 times. Say it 10 times fast right now. I can't. High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. High School Musical, Musical, The Series. High School Musical, Musical. Okay, anyways. Um, so Olivia and Josh are both co-stars. They're like the leads in this series. Um, so rumor has it they were dating on the show, but Olivia was 16 at the time. And Josh, I think, is like three years older than her. And he was like, he basically was like, I don't want to date you because you're too young. Like, I'll wait for you. Which, come on, that's the oldest lie in the book. <laughs> she should have known. But um, so apparently he said he'd wait for her. Um, he taught her how to drive, which I think is, I, I assume is the importance behind the song driver's license. 
Um, and apparently now he's like dating someone older who people have figured out is Sabrina Carpenter, which is another like teen actor. Um, but she's a couple years older than Olivia. And um, so the song is just like about him, like ending whatever they had and like her being sad because he's now with another girl and she's blonde and older than her. And now she has her driver's license, which they always talked about. And he was so excited for her. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. At some point we should discuss the fact that she was born in 2003. (laughs) Like the fact that being 18 means you were born in 2003. Um, But beyond that, I'm really nervous. So I love the show, High School Musical, the musical series, and I'm super into it. And I'm a little worried about the future of the show, which I know is a secondary concern for most folks because they're not into the show. But if you have Disney Plus, like, you will be obsessed with the show. And one thing I love that they do is they found, like, when the show came out, Olivia Rodrigo was like 15 or 16. Like she was actually that age. And I'm so like, right now I'm rewatching Dawson's Creek and it's like, why are the high schoolers 25? Like I, I can see that they are 25. Whereas this like really found like young, talented kids and like gave them careers. Anywho, very nervous about the future of the show, but I'm super grateful that their little teenage romance gave us this beautiful banger. The the other thing about that is that some people are saying that this was a PR stunt because Josh like posted her song on his story and was like, great song, like go stream driver's license, like congrats, Olivia, which was the worst situation I've ever seen of someone not reading the room. He knows it's about him. Yes, Nick. I have to... I have to fight people on this for this reason. I think the people who are like half a generation younger than us, like this age, mm-hmm. like don't have the same social norms that we do. Like yeah. I literally think that he's like, oh my God, like my ex just wrote this like super emotional song about me like go her like yes girl Mm -hmm. and like added it because like i know that like my so my stepsister is like their age this is how i like get a handle on the situation and like she is constantly posting things like about like people she like has sworn off as enemies just to be like supportive of them I just think they have totally different social cues, honestly. Yeah. I don't I don't think him posting it was, like, malicious. I don't think it was, like, him being petty. I thought it was – if he wanted to be petty, he would have just ignored it and not said anything. But I can only and imagine I don't, how I, – What I'm saying is I don't think it's a sign that it was, like, a coordinated PR oh. move. Like, no, I so, think they just literally would be like, oh, this girl I know wrote a song. Of course I'm going to – like, she's my co-star. And also, boys are effing oblivious – and we're he's probably like oh we're gonna be good friends still like we're just gonna be co-stars like everything will be normal yeah i don't think people think that part is like the pr stunt i think that oh they're saying that like the whole thing is a pr stunt like the song and like the right just like writing i don't agree yeah like i I don't don't think i don't think because what 
and correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding of what you were saying is like, because he posted it, they're thinking that they planned the whole thing where he'd write, she'd write the song, they'd both get famous. And I just don't think him posting it means that. Yeah, no, I don't really know what the whole situation of like, what the whole theory on that is, but I read something that was saying like, they had like a very good ending and a good friendship and then she comes and writes this song. So people think that it like, like, I have no idea. I just, I literally saw this on TikTok. But, and then she released a video of this song before she, like, post, like, before it um, came out. And mm-hmm. it was a video of her, like, playing the piano, singing it. But it said, like, I bet you're with that brunette girl. And then the lyrics were changed when she released it to Blonde. So people just think the whole uh-huh. thing is, like, people think that they yeah. changed it to like pin it not pin it on Sabrina Carpenter I'm sure she's in on it if it is a PR stunt but even if it is like the song would have become would have become so um, that's yes the song so what they're really saying is like she might have exaggerated how bad the breakup was mm-hmm. but like I don't think like every song needs to be like a gospel accounting of a relationship. Like, Taylor Swift has inflated things to just make a song better. Right. Like, and she's probably written breakup songs that aren't necessarily about, like, one specific person. You know what I mean? Like, they can well, just that's be the, general feeling. Like, that's the other thing that, like, country artists do this all the time. They make, they're in happy marriages, but they make, like, breakup songs because, like, that's right. what sells. So it's like, right. it doesn't even really have right, to be right, about right. anything. Exactly. So. So anyways, moving on, um, we today, because we feel like this is a cultural reset, um, we wanted to talk about some other cultural resets that have happened in our life. Um, So Nick, if you want to explain, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just going to be a little particular. You said we think this is a cultural reset. I would change it to (laughs) we are aware that we are living through a magnificently huge cultural reset. Anyhow, um, yeah, so I want to describe this. So there is actually, before we butcher the term, such thing as a cultural reset. (laughs) So one one recent example would be Parasite, um, which won a bunch of Oscars and was best movie because the movie was not in English. It it, It was a very outside the norm of what would perform well with the Academy. And so the fact that the Academy voted for it and won a bunch of Oscars is indicative of a reset in our culture. There's now going to be an acceptance and beyond an acceptance, almost an embrace of non-English movies in the United States. So that's good. That's like a good example of a real cultural reset. However, on Twitter and Instagram and meme culture, there's more of a slang term for cultural reset for like, a crazy, either a crazy bizarre thing that like um, was part of our culture. So like one example that you'll find in a bunch of BuzzFeed articles is like Scooby-Doo the movie. And like within Scooby-Doo the movie, there's like a fight scene where like the Daphne like does these crazy like ninja moves and totally beats up this massive guy. And they're like Daphne beating up the guy and Scooby-Doo the movie was a cultural reset. So it's like, Film was not forever altered by Scooby-Doo the movie. However, it was, like, crazy that Scooby-Doo the movie existed and that it featured, like, that scene with Daphne. So it's, like, a joke that it's a cultural reset. So I refer to these as, like, slang examples of cultural resets. 
and they're meant to be funny and you're supposed to be like oh my god i forgot that happened that was wild so Mm -hmm. let's dig in katie do you want to go with your first one i do okay so this is like on um theme with what we're talking about so i think the first good example of a cultural reset for our generation was just high school musical in camp rock like those movies as a whole i think that they kind of changed the way we like like i can remember so so vividly waiting until friday night at eight when high school musical three came out not three two the um summer one because i was like i had viewing parties with my friends i must have been in like fifth grade and i remember so vividly like it was in the summertime and my town was having like fireworks on Friday night. And I was like, I can't go to those fireworks because high school music was coming out at eight on Friday night. And like, it wasn't like you could record it and watch it. Like you had to watch it when it was on, which is like so crazy because obviously we've come so far from that. Um, but I just think those two movies, like they had all the stars that we were obsessed with as a generation, like Demi Lovato, um, I guess Vanessa Hudgens, but she's we've Ashley just Tisdale. Ashley Tisdale like Zac Efron um Nick Jonas was in Camp Rock so it was True. just like in it was and then they had the um oh my god this is so off uh topic but the Disney games remember oh my god <laughs> yes and yes. it was like it was always like one big star from Camp Rock, one big star from High School Musical, like on each yeah. team. Like it was just so crazy. Every summer, I'd be like, "What are the teams gonna be?" <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah, insane. Yeah. So, that was wild. That also, one is a big one for a me. A minor one is um, how they used to draw the Disney Channel logo with the wand. Yeah, like that was a culture reset. Okay, another one: the Cup song from Pitch Perfect, like. This was TikTok before TikTok existed. Like, mm-hmm. people would record themselves on YouTube just doing the cup song and, like, post her up. Yeah. And, oh, my God, also the wa- the ice bucket challenge, cultural reset. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I'm, like, interrupting myself. I'm just so excited. Um, but, no, for real, like, I think the cup song, like, the movie itself was just great. And everyone was, like, having those, what would they call them? Like, the riff battles or whatever. Oh, my God, um, yes. With their friends. But, like... The the Cub song was actually like changed music forever. Yeah, I agree. else would kill me if she heard me say that. <laughs> um, um, right, another one I had really quickly. Then you do yours, Katie. Yeah, go um, flow from the progressive commercials. I don't know that this one needs to even be explained, but like flow. She's still around. Like <laughs> she's a Halloween costume. Like, she's a, a reliably selling Halloween costume. Like, let me know. Flow, flow 2024. Oh, my God. Um, okay, my favorite is Seven Things by Miley Cyrus. Mm, preach. It was just, like, we all acted like we were, like, heartbroken over a boy. Like, it, yeah. it was so, so crazy. Um, okay, go ahead. Speaking of seven, Britney Spears in the year of our Lord 2007. Yes. That was a cultural reset. <laughs> Oh my god. So, for those Poor who Britney are unfamiliar, <laughs> um, that was the year we shaved our head and took the umbrella to the car. Yeah. Those were like the main Britney Spears 07 things. Not to be conflated with Lindsay Lohan in 2008. That was a different thing, less of a cultural reset. 
Yeah. Um, it was really Britney Spears in 07. Also, Jamie Lynn Spears getting pregnant was a cultural reset. And in, in ruining Zoe 101. Yeah. I'll yep. never forget it. I wonder where she is now. Um, Hillary Duff's album, Metamorphosis. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like I need to say anything else about that. Like, that changed In fact, things Katie, for you me. should say less. <laughs> like, we know. Um, oh, my God. Lady Gaga's meat dress. Like, like she just wore me. She just wore me. Like, as a dress. Like, that her outfit was me. Okay. That's vile. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you guys. Tell me. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to close. picture. Your, okay, I want you to picture where you were in the end of summer slash beginning of fall 2016. Um, just for some context, Nick and I were sophomores in college. We were not yet friends. Mm, I know where this is going. <laughs> so I want you to picture yourself wearing like not cute ripped jeans, a black high neck bodysuit, a choker, um, holding vodka in a water bottle, and you're at a party. There are people too many too close to you. Like it's gross, but it's fun. And suddenly you hear. Closer by the chain smokers. Uh, How does that make you feel, Nick? The thing is, this one's not even like a slang cultural reset. This might be like a real cultural reset. This one's real. Like there was there's no song. Like, so I would say like every year of college, there's one song I think of. Like freshman year, I think of Jordan Belfort. Yep. sophomore year I think of closer <laughs> but like none of them transport me Mm-mm. to a specific like memory than yep. closer like it's insane it's insane. it's like a feeling like it's literally a feeling yes 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 yes, yes. yes. and that's can I just tell you guys what I used to do in college like that year and I was so annoying I would, like, go up to whoever was on Ox, or, like, I remember being at a couple parties where, like, a DJ was there. I must have been visiting my friend at, like, UNH when they yeah, had, like, that frat parties. Yeah, that was certainly not St. Anne's. It wasn't at St. A's, no. Um, but I remember I would go up to them, and I would say, hey, do you know the song Closer by the Chainsmokers? Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And they would, like, it would confuse them because, like, of course they knew the song, but I, like, acted like it was some underground song. Right, 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 right. Like, it became my own inside joke. Like, I thought it was the funniest thing in the entire world, but it probably wasn't that funny. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too good. Good one. Good one, Katie. Thank you. Um, MySpace, I think, might actually be a real one. Not that it's around anymore, but social media um and then i would also like to throw in ddr like dance dance revolution like do you remember like changing in the shorts after school so you could play ddr for hours and it was like pat like you're you're dancing on the pad like we even at pomper community school bless this place we used to do ddr during gym (laughs) <laughs> like we would have gym days called stations and there were like six mini activities set up around the gym and you'd be in groups of two or three and like go around to them and like one of them was ddr and like <laughs> you would just do ddr like god bless ddr 
I don't I think wonder... I ever played much. Ah! Oh my god, I need to. I'm now I need to like go find on eBay like a set for my nieces. Like the idea that they would grow up without DDR is. I mean, Brooklyn's already nine. She's missed prime DDR time. Oh my so, god. Oh, we'll have to get into that. I was more um, of a just dance girl. Okay. This one, I think, is actually a real cultural reset. <laughs> um, so, you know those documentaries that, like, everyone watches because, like, someone posts it on Facebook and then on TikTok and Instagram. So, like, everyone seems to watch the same documentaries on Netflix or whatever. Some examples of those would be Super Size Me. I literally watched it in health class in elementary school. That's what I was going to say is a lot of these were, like, forced on you. Like, right. they were, like, yeah. the school watch them because they're like this is revolutionary and it was like an inconvenient truth i don't remember that one it's a movie about climate change oh ami densmore the art teacher made us watch it in art (laughs) like let me know let me know my mom had a fit (laughs) (laughs) the movie what the health like i can never mention the word vegetarian or vegan around someone without them being like oh my god, you need to watch What the Health, You'll Never Eat Meat Again. I'm like... Food Inc. is a similar one. Did just, you see that? Yeah. And then right now, the big one is Social Dilemma. People are like, I'm never using social media or my phone again. And it's like, you're lying. You're going to. Like, these movies right. make people change for like two weeks because they're so scary. And it. I don't know. I just feel like they have like... Every time someone watches one of these documentaries, they go through their own personal cultural reset. Yeah, yeah. And I think the genre as a whole is, like, indicative of one. hmm Oh, What's one that? more I want to just say. I probably should have saved a different one for last. But this one's pretty good. S&M by Rihanna. Like, what an album. Why was I in sixth grade, riding shotgun in a convertible, driving through the back roads of Kansas, belting, sex in the air, I don't care, I love the smell of it. What? (laughs) Rihanna girl, what? Nick, I see you sneaking in Kansas into that story. Come on. (laughs) Oh, Kansas is a cultural reset, baby, let me tell you. Oh my god. Okay, you guys. Well, that wraps up our episode about Olivia Rodrigo and driver's license and how we think it's a cultural reset. So that we're in one right now, actually, if you guys were curious. You are living through a cultural reset. Yep. This is going to be our ne- our new um, All Too Well, which I thought another mm-hmm. All Too Well was going to come from Taylor Swift, but it looks like it came from somebody else. One would think. One would think. Yep. All right, folks. Well, this is it. Another bonus episode of What the Frick. Don't you worry. Don't you fret, you cool cats and kittens. No. (laughs) Tiger King. That's another cultural reset. All right, you cool cats and kittens. Don't you fret. Because What the Frick, a brand new, regular, normal, totally cool episode is hitting your phone tomorrow. That's right. Two episodes, two days. Get ready friends i'm your best pal nick and i'm katie and we'll see you guys tomorrow literally tomorrow